Hello. <laughs> that was very, my God, did you hear my ankle crack? That was wild. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Electric. It is a brand new week. The sun is shining. The tank is clean. The tank is clean. If you know where that's from, you're a real one. Um, I am so excited, actually. For this week's episode and also my voice is kind of out because i haven't i haven't talked to anyone in a while um i'm home alone so like i sound like i'm like (laughs) which is funny um but welcome to this week's episode i'm so excited today we are going to be talking about love and relationships i'm finally ready to talk about that um and It is just going to be a cute little episode. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about it all. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm cheesing. I'm cheesing so hard right now. But I'm so excited because this episode is going to be a little less chaotic. But it's also going to have the right amount of chaos. Because who would I be if I didn't have that? Like in my episodes. Like, come on. You know, I I I have to still be myself. So, without further ado, actually, I literally just came up with this episode title. <laughs> this episode title is going to be called Crazy Stupid Love, which, by the way, is a great movie. You should really watch it. Actually, I think I want to watch that soon. Um, but welcome to Crazy Stupid Love. Let's get into it. right love and relationships as much as we all hate to admit it it is a very very huge part of everyone's life whether you're trying to avoid it you're trying to find it um you know just starting out maybe you've been in in the thick of it (laughs) um and through trial and error and all that good stuff like love is on everyone's brain honestly let's really think about it it comes in so many different forms and some of us feel like we're not good at it some of us feel like we're great at it so great that we can dish out advice (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but um yeah i wanted to wait to make this episode because i remember at the time when i first actually wanted to um when I was like planning out my podcast and stuff like that and I wanted to do this episode I was actually going through (laughs) it really I'm not gonna say it was a bad breakup because it wasn't it was just a breakup that needed to happen and I just like felt like I was not in a position to like give advice to anybody be like yeah you know here's what I've learned and even now honestly in a new relationship and as a new person like to myself like well I won't say new person but like someone who's like gone through doing like the shadow work and really learning more about myself and loving myself and what that means and stuff like I still feel like I really can't like give you guys advice so that is why I turned to my community my friends my followers and 
I'm just, I'm excited to bring this to you guys, even if it's like, (laughs) still not that great, but what my friends had to say, honestly, I, I love it. (laughs) So today's episode's not going to be too long unless I go on a tangent, which is totally probably going to happen, but, um, I just like want to be like super casual about it and everything so i am just going to i guess start from the beginning every time i say that i feel like i'm in the lion king <laughs> let's go back to the beginning like head ass okay anyways <laughs> so let's start off with obviously where do i fall into all of this So, um, I started dating, I started dating at 13, yes, 13, um, took a long break, like, I broke up with the person I was dating at 15, and then I didn't date anyone again until about, about 17, 16 17 okay i made it sound like it was really long it really wasn't that long but it felt very long honestly life as a teenager like oh, the years were dragging on man like <laughs> now i'm 26 and i feel like my life is passing me by every day like damn <laughs> but um yeah i didn't date again until till it's about 17 16 17 and that only lasted about like eight months honestly and then I didn't date does this one next one even count I really didn't date again until I was 18 I had moved to Boston started dating this guy and then that ended up not working out and then I didn't (laughs) date again until I was 20 so um yeah oh my god wow it's 20 that is that's actually literally insane i love how it's like literally it just feels like it's like i take two-year increments which is why i can't believe in my 20s like i just didn't really do that <laughs> i didn't really do that because um after 20 um i got another boyfriend at 21 broke up with him and then i didn't have my next boyfriend until i was 23 so i just like find that so funny (laughs) but um in between like the teenage years um i will be honest that like i was not sleeping around (laughs) nobody believes me when i tell them that but i was not i just i i had no interest in doing that like in high school like i was like yeah no i'm good i think that um very much being like mature like my body was like mature for my my age at the time I just was like so afraid of like what these like guys would do to me or like take advantage of me or something I don't really remember my thought process but I know like I just didn't feel comfortable um for sure and if you guys like ever episode of me going like in depth to like my teenage years dating wise um we can do that because i just don't want to disclose that right now but yeah so 
yeah, as a teenager, I was like, ew, gross, hooking up, everybody else was doing it, I was like, no, no thanks, um, but then, like, once I got my 20s, I went off to college, I was like, I'm grown, I can do what I want, so, that's what I did, I did what I wanted, um, in between, like, those two years of, like, not dating anyone or, like, not having a boyfriend, because I won't say, yeah, no, not dating and not having a boyfriend, because no one took me on dates, um, I was obviously, I was entertaining multiple people, but, you know, nothing was really going anywhere, and that was fine with me, because I didn't want anything to, well, I did want something to go somewhere, I did want a relationship, but also, like, not really, I felt very, um, tied down, for sure, so, that's crazy, um, to think about, honestly, it's crazy to think about, but yeah, so, and here I am, at 26, uh, in a new relationship, and I just feel so different, I told, (laughs) I told my best friend, Delika, the other day, I was like, yo, life on the other side of 25 is really wild, (laughs) because, you know, 25, it's like, you start, like, 25 is really where it's like, okay, you can go either way, either you're gonna commit to the life of not committing, or you're gonna commit to the life of committing, you know what I'm saying, getting serious, starting committing to stuff, stop being like, I'm young and dumb, oh, oh, did I do that, like, and, like, I just never thought I'd be on this side, ever, like, ever, (laughs) so it's really wild, it's really wild, it's really crazy, and I, I just, like, I'm so excited for what this next chapter brings to me, so, um, so that's, like, a brief rundown of my love life from teens to now, so now I am going to, I feel so cringe about this, I am going to dive into my last relationship, so let's just get right into it, so, um, I went off, so I talked about this in my very first episode, um, about, like, my journey to like college and stuff like that so I went to college in Boston I'm gonna say it for anyone that's new I went to college in Boston came back um to Georgia because it just did not work out and I went to community college and then I got accepted into the University of West Georgia so I was like so excited to go to like a real university um it really was crazy it felt like it just was such a new experience, I really, really think that everyone should, like, experience going to college, like, even if you don't do, like, batshit crazy stuff, like, you should go to college, it's so much fun, you have loads of stress, but the friends you meet, the experiences you get, it's top tier, honestly, it's really great, um, so I'm at this university, and I went in with a boyfriend, and most people said like oh you can't go you know you can't go to college with a boyfriend and I was like no we're gonna be fine like I was like we're gonna be fine we're in love right um turns out that so let's see college started in August right by October we were breaking up because he failed to disclose to me that in July when I asked him straight to his face if he cheated on me um, he just was like, no, looked me right in my eye and told me he did not. 
he started acting really weird once I went off to college. He told me he couldn't, like, live without me. He was telling me how, like, um, you know, like, me being so far away, 45 minutes away, me being so far away was too much for him, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like that's obviously, like, what helped the demise of us. But, like, knowing that he cheated on me and, like, lied to me about it really was the icing on the cake. So... Um, so I didn't have a boyfriend by, yeah, October, and I cried about it for three months. And, um, a common piece of love advice is that it takes you three months to get over someone, and then it takes, I believe, a year for you to, like, completely move on. Like, you, within a year, you are ready to, like, um within a year or something like that you're ready to like date someone new um that's not necessarily true for everyone everyone is different but that's just like a general piece of love advice let's just start off with that little tidbit there (laughs) um so yeah it took me three months to get over him and so after three months about like around the fourth month after we broke up i had met this guy um online through like mutual friends we we're like Facebook friends or something like that. I need a sip of water. <laughs> Every time I swallow, it's so weird. Anyways, um, so I met him. We started talking. Um, I wasn't really interested, honestly. I wasn't. And then, like, he kind of was like really pers- like, is it persistent? Yeah, like about meeting. And I'm like, okay. So we met like in person and I feel like we on some level I guess like clicked um but not really I don't know it took a while anyways (laughs) I'm trying to speed this story up (laughs) because I don't want to talk about these broke niggas (laughs) okay 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 let me stop let me stop so anyways basically with that guy we met, we met, we dated for, I don't even remember how long, not gonna lie to you, but he started, like, feeling, like, insecure about how I was at school, and, like, you know, like, you're just so cute, all these guys are gonna be, you know, all over you, yada, 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 whatever, and I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, because, like, to me, nobody was biting, so the night that I broke up with him, I had met this guy who would obviously, spoiler alert, later become my boyfriend. Um, I had met him from what everyone tells me about that night. Like, I was drunk, I was asking 20 questions, and how he told me was like that, like, showed I was interested in him to me. Honestly, still to this day, I will tell you, no, I was not interested in him. But it doesn't matter because he's my ex now, so whatever. But, um, you know, he'll tell you that I was interested and I don't feel that way. And (laughs) I guess after that, like, because he, I thought he went to school with us, but really he just lived in the area. Um, He pretty much was like... Like, the mutual friends that we had, somehow, I don't know if you guys are noticing a pattern, it's always, like, I have mutual friends with the guys I become interested in, or, like, they become interested in me. Um, 
we kept like going to like his parties and stuff like that and he would like talk to me and I now that I look back it's like I guess we were getting to know each other but I was so like closed off to the idea of him being interested in me like I just did not want to think about it even though I knew he was interested in me I just was like ew no (laughs) no thank you (laughs) but um we would like hang out he would see me you know whatever and a pivotal moment like our relationship I guess you could say was homecoming one year when he just like took me to like on a walk or something like that and like we're both just like kind of drunk and and then he kisses me and I'm like what's going on here (laughs) like what's going on and that's another thing too where it's like he kissed me and I just froze like I was like what's going on um and uh to think back to it it's like uh, so cringe um so from then on like you know i had like hope these whole plans to like move closer to campus because like that's just where my life was going and i i allowed myself to I don't even know how to say this, like, because, <laughs> like, I, I think after that kiss, it had been, like, a year of just, like, pushing him off and stuff like that, still talking to him, acting like he didn't like me knowing he did, then I was, like, I need to move closer to campus, and he's, like, well, I'll help you, so that's what he did, and so what I say, what I'm saying is I allowed myself to, um, I don't want to, like, make such a, like, such a like uh what's the word like like i can't even think of it but like i don't want to just be like he took advantage of me because like he didn't but he like did um i had something going for me with like another guy but he took it upon this my ex took it upon himself to just like invite himself to my apartment like he just was always there he was like you're going to spend time with me without like physically saying it you know what I mean? Like, so I am trying to say, like, I allowed myself to be, like, taken, like, over, walked over, I guess. Like, I was kind of a pushover. Um, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't really get rid of him. And that's pretty much how our relationship blossomed. And that brings me into a very good point, actually. Uh, that I really want to talk about in this episode. So let me do a little bit of research for a second and we will move on to this next part of the relationship. Alright, so let me just start off obviously by saying that this is like obviously my side of the story um one thing about me that I really really try to like drill into everyone's heads um about me is that I do not try and paint a bad picture of anyone I simply and maybe I even am wrong for even saying that but I try my hardest to just really speak um open and honestly about like my experiences and if someone disagrees with that 
that's on them um and I expect it kind of honestly the same way like with me I can say that that's not like the truth you know if someone's like accusing me of something or saying something um and they can say well this is like what happened to me this is how it happened for me you know stuff like that um I don't think that my ex listens to my podcasts anymore I feel like whatever so I feel like I'm free to say whatever I want um and that's really just that so after doing like a bunch of you know shadow work healing all of that um within the last year having like broken up with him um I ended up realizing that I was like the victim of love bombing within like the beginning of our relationship so the definition of love bombing let's see hold on because I did have to look up the definition obviously (laughs) oh my god why is it not working there we go so love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection it can be used in different ways and for either positive or negative purposes so excuse me um if you've heard of this uh if you've heard of this then like you you know (laughs) it's like one of those if you know you know type things um but at the time i didn't i'd never heard of this term honestly so the 13 signs here are 13 signs of love bombing if i can there we go nope mm -mm. (laughs) so 13 signs of love bombing and this is i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly it looks like it's from the millennial therapist on instagram i might be wrong but let's see they make grand romantic gestures slash give extravagant gifts they always compliment you they promote excessive communication they request constant attention they demand a commitment they resist your boundaries they make soulmate claims they say i love you very quickly they are good at saying what you want to hear they feel too good to be true they make you feel like you're being saved they make immediate promises about the future and they put you on a pedestal so here's my view of this he did not uh necessarily what's the word like model i guess model all of those um he for sure did the make like grand romantic gestures um because for valentine's day um this was like a month before we started dating he planned this entire thing for us like i mean again i was still even like still trying to figure out if i even liked him um i was spending all this time with him but i just wasn't like really thinking that i did um and you know he planned this whole thing for valentine's day and i was like well i mean how am i gonna say no right so we go out i mean i had a horse carriage you know around atlanta um we went to my favorite bar and we went out did we go out to now i'm like not remembering if we went out to dinner like what's wrong with me (laughs) what's wrong with my brain right now but basically the fact that that was like such a grand gesture and it was just like dude like like i literally and i feel like i told my best friend this like i felt like i couldn't say no if he asked me to be his girlfriend like you know what i'm saying so at that point i felt like i was like well yeah i guess i like him and 
looking back, I just, like, really hate that that's how that was. Because, like, he does not deserve that. He deserves someone who immediately wants to be with him. Who doesn't have to be sold on being with him. You know? And... And I didn't mention this before, but I still very much care about him. I care about, like, pretty much anyone I've ever, like, invested, like, real emotions into. And I just, like, wish him the best and everything. Honestly, I really do. Um, but, pe- like, things just don't work out. If people don't work out, things don't work out. And you kind of have to get over that, you know? Um, I add that in because... It hasn't even been a full year since we broke up, but, like, honestly, I was over him so quickly. <laughs> I laugh, but, like, I laugh, but it's it's so sad, but it's so true, because, like, I, we dated for two and a half years, and I had broken up with him once, had time to think about it, went right back to him, then broke up with him for good, because I just was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, this is not what I want. And I had to stop, like, forcing that. So, anywho. <laughs> so, you know, there's, like, the grand romantic gestures. Um, he was constantly calling me, constantly texting me, even when I was trying to, like... Um, actually, I don't think he called me, but I know he texted me a lot. But even when I was trying to, like, hang out with other people, it's like, well, why didn't you tell me, like, you know, you were doing this or whatever. And it just was like, you know, to me, I'm, again... I'm coming from a place where, like, I know I'm easily manipulated. So, like, at that time. So, I'm like, okay, you're so right. I should have checked with you. I should have, you know, whatever. And, you know, he didn't like going out. I loved going out. Like, going out was, like, my favorite thing ever. But I didn't want to go out with him because, like, I just felt so awkward. Like, and, you know, there's just, like, a lot of flaws that that relationship had obviously and to now know like that I was like a victim of like love bombing first but then like because of the result of that like just going deeper down the hole after that it's just like really embarrassing but it's life and it's what happened it did happen to me now we're over it we're good to go you know I have the knowledge that I have now and hopefully I could be help, like helping literally someone else. You know what I mean? So, um, honestly, I could talk about that last relationship for so long because it is just so crazy to think, like, what I was about to just, like, give up. What I was about to give up in order to be with someone that, like, it probably just, it honestly probably just was not going to last but I probably just wasn't going to find out until, like, it was, like, five years too late, you know? And that makes me really sad to think about. But it also, like, makes me happy because not a lot of people are able to do that. Um, he was not, you know, like, abusive, really, in any type of way. Um, but I just know, like, we were not good. We were not good together. We were not good together and we were not good for each other. And this may sound like super self-deprecating, but like I just was not good for him. And it just broke my heart even more every day that he did not see that. And so 
it's just like I'm getting like emotional because it's like damn like I feel I feel bad but I don't and you know it's it's tears of joy because like I possibly helped him hopefully I really don't know I don't talk to him anymore but like I hopefully opened him up to find someone who's actually gonna like do better and like not bring some terrible side out of him you know and and don't now I'm with someone who doesn't bring out a terrible side of me and because I did notice that pretty early on in my last relationship that like um it just was not yeah it was just not good so (laughs) um I'm googling so I googled love bombing right and now I'm just looking at these other like little tidbits oh wow Ooh. <laughs> sorry i'm like ooh, okay wow so that's i feel like i touched on pretty much everything with that um that's pretty much how my relationships have gone that is how the most recent one went and why i feel i'm able to sit here and say to you guys like hey listen you know i'm not perfect i'm really not this is what i've been through this is like what happened also let me actually speaking of that let me take complete ownership real quick as well to say that i didn't see it in the moment but i you know i was at fault as well um i ended up learning over the summer that like i had a huge codependency problem and that was like what was looming over the relationship for the longest time I had a codependency problem and also I was as I like to describe myself the toxic one and I was gaslighting him and you know that hurt for a while to figure that out to find that out because once again you know how people see things is how they're gonna see things and when they present it to you you're gonna be like damn wow you know um so I just wanted to take like complete ownership of that because that's just like it's 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 easy to sit here and listen to this episode and be like wow she's just you know like really ripping into him and like wow that's you know but I want to just let you guys know that like obviously I'm human too and I know what my faults were in the relationship but I also truly know what his faults were as well in the relationship because I noticed that I because of my codependency I constantly gravitated towards men that were insecure and that wanted to like control me in some type of way and that is because of like my relationship with my dad and that's like again a whole nother thing for a whole nother episode because I very much have a strong opinion on the label of daddy issues because I do not feel I feel that I don't have daddy issues I literally just have issues like I just don't get along with my dad but anyways (laughs) that's not what we're here for today so we are going to get into the advice portion of this episode and oh oh my god I'm just like (laughs) I am going through it I love it I love this this is so therapeutic and oh man if you are listening like I hope that you are able to do this too I hope that whatever stage of life you're in like you are able to like figure this out for your relationships you know 
So let's get into the advice portion. Alright, so we're going to start off with just some like signs that it's time to move on from a relationship um then i'm probably gonna dive into what my friends had to say so top 12 signs it's time to move on from a relationship when you live in past memories more than the present um okay so i think i'm gonna read all of them and then i'm gonna like pick which ones i want to go through to tell you like how i knew it was time for me to move on um okay so when the relationship brings you more pain than joy when he or she expects you to change when you stay on expecting he or she will change when you keep justifying his or her actions to yourself when he or she is causing you emotional slash physical slash verbal hurt when the same situation slash issue recurs even though you tried addressing it Number eight, when he or she puts little to no effort in the relationship. When your fundamental values and beliefs are different. I keep forgetting to number them. <laughs> number 10, when the relationship holds you back, hence preventing both of you from growing as individuals. Number 11, when you stay on expecting things to get better. And number 12, when neither of you feel the same way about each other. So honestly all of those really really stand out to me um number one for sure when you live in past memories more than the present because I kept like wanting to go back to quote-unquote my old life I wanted to like um you know go out and like meet some new guy oh my god (coughs) excuse me (laughs) bless me um I just like that's like what I wanted but I knew that's not what I wanted and that's why like I was in a relationship because I didn't want to do that but then I'm in this relationship and then all of a sudden I want to do that like it was very much like the um whole you know the grass is greener on the other side type idea and I just I should when I the first time I ever had that idea I just should have I should have just ran but I didn't because I did stay expecting things to get better i did think that he was going to change i felt like he wanted me to change because i had this whole dream to like um move to new york and like be you know a social media person or work in a magazine do whatever like but he was not wanting to do that and like it really just sucked because like you know i don't really expect anybody's dreams to be my dreams but i do also expect that if you love me as much as you say you do I expect you to kind of find whatever you do um, where I am and same like vice versa. Um, But that's just not what happened. And that is okay. I never moved to New York anyways. So and he was holding me back like um, we were we were both preventing each other from growing as individuals. And it's just a fact it is just a fact we always had the same situation slash issue reoccur we would get into like literal fights i would be screaming and crying and and i'm just not like that i don't ever really get that mad and i just 
can't believe like he brought that out of me and I should have just seen that as a sign as well because I think one thing I commonly hear about love too is that you know most women um in their lives see it as like it's supposed to have some level of like hurt some type of pain because that's what we've always seen um and that's just not true that's just not true and I wish we didn't live like that but we do I mean (laughs) most of us don't because you know we do sit here and do the work to move on from that from that ideal like that idealization um so yeah your relationship should not have really any type of pain or hurt um I think yeah that that goes all into what I'm about to go into next so (laughs) so yeah all these are like really good signs honestly and I just hope that this helps someone I hope this helps someone see that and I hope that it helps like it really helps um you know helps you just go into like your next relationship like hey let me make sure I don't feel like this that or the other um you know in the long run I guess (laughs) so now I'm gonna move on to just a couple of pieces of advice that I got um from my friends and they're just oh they're so good because it's literally just this simple so the first piece of advice is find someone who makes you feel at home versus butterflies it's not that you know you can't have them but they fade so i've been talking about this actually a lot lately like well at least i've seen this on like social media and i have seen that commonly a lot that you want to find someone you feel at peace with now you it's okay if you feel butterflies right like butterflies are like oh oh my god like that's when you're smitten with someone right and that's okay to feel but when you feel them all the time that's more so a gut feeling that's anxiety that is something that like it's different like you know the butterflies in your stomach from when you're like oh my god i get to see them are different from like oh my god i have to see them like you know, your your not your stomach's like tied up in knots and it's just it's not good. Um but yeah, I I am a huge advocate for finding someone who makes you feel at peace. Um because that is like um I have wanna do this whole spiritual episode too, but like the person that I have found I did have this like intense attraction to at first and but like it wasn't like intense intense it was just like intense I guess I don't know and but I started to realize like the more I hung out with him like the more at peace I felt I just it's like I didn't care about anything else I didn't care about talking to anyone else I cared about talking to him and listening and being involved and I just I I don't know how to explain it but (laughs) because it just it baffles me like I feel so at peace especially someone who deals with such high high levels of anxiety to literally just have my brain shut off around him it's like yeah of course i'm in love with this man because like 
why wouldn't I want to be around someone that makes me feel like that you know so (laughs) so yeah so another good one in the realm of that actually is don't go looking for love let it come to you and I had a hard time for years with that because it's like why wouldn't I go look for the you know love that I want because like if it's not gonna come to me that's like how I thought of it but now I realize like you know what yeah because when you're going to physically like go look for love and you're not letting it come to you you're putting on this facade like you're you're putting on this like shield I guess you can say and like it's not the real you you know it's who you're trying to it's like it's like going to someone showing them your instagram and being like yeah like this is what my life is like and i go on yachts all the time you know we all know that instagram is just like a highlight reel of your life it's not like the nitty-gritty real shit that goes on in your life and that is what i feel like going to look for love is like instead of letting it come to you that's like the best way i could put that honestly so that's what i'm thinking and god like man you guys like really (laughs) came up with um you guys really gave me some like good advice so like because it kind of just all trail like it's like a domino effect all trails into the next thing so the next one is like learning to love yourself first but before trying to love someone else which is obviously a very common one and like love your like i'm gonna piggyback off of that love the real you not again not the person you're trying to sell to this other person like love who you really truly are and and go forth (laughs) go forth into the world if like (laughs) i'm laughing because i think about what my best friend always said to me she said every pot has its cover and i remember the first time she said that to me i said well what if you're a pan and she was like pans have covers too and i was like damn you're right (laughs) you're right you're right though so you know understand that you are a pan okay you are a pan and it may take a couple tries to find your top but that top is coming for you and you love the way you are you love the ridges you have or if you don't have ridges maybe you got some like maybe you got some shit scraped off you i don't know this analogy is going on way too long but (laughs) but no seriously love yourself first because i can really assure you that like if you don't you're just gonna be crying yourself to sleep every night i would know i would know busy thinking about why this person doesn't like me you know i'm this i'm that you know all this fake bullshit that you try to sell yourself about yourself when you really don't even believe that until you believe it like no one's going to see it like yeah fake it till you make it but honestly when it comes to finding love if you're really truly trying to find that you gotta believe that you are it you are like i don't want to say the prize to be won but you you are the shit you know you are a dime piece okay like (laughs) best thing on the market you know what i'm saying so that is just how i feel about that the longest tangent ever on how to love yourself (laughs) 
which you guys should listen to you know my episode my two episodes from um season one shameless self-plug don't even care (laughs) um on how to love yourself because it it's it's just it's that important so yes 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 okay so another so this is actually someone who needs advice and i think i'm actually going to answer this to them personally um so the question well it's more so a question my bad (laughs) so i guess we're just starting with questions wow i really fuck that one up (laughs) all right so the first question is um me and someone are going through a break how long should we wait to make contact so that is an excellent question I do feel like I am not the person to give that answer personally. Um, but in spirit of this, I'm going to do it, obviously. So I first and foremost think that like going through a break, if you're going to go on a break, right? Because um, I did this last year, I 100% think that you should not be trying to talk to anyone else. Um, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to be going on a break. I also do feel like breaks aren't a thing. I think that you should just break up, like, for good. Um, But that's, like, it's so hard. Like, for me, to me, it's very situational. Um, I I went on a break last year with my boyfriend because, like, I really just didn't need time to think. And I felt like I couldn't do that with him. But now that I, like, look back and think about it, I should have just broke it off and been okay and like gone through the grieving process you know what i'm saying i should have just broke up with him because like what does that do because then you're like if you're trying not to think about that person right and you're trying not to contact them all you're thinking about is when are you gonna contact them when are you gonna talk to them again how long is too long you know what i'm saying and so i just like want to say that like i just don't think breaks are a thing honestly but if that is what you want to do um i would say what how long you should wait make wait to make contact that depends on you um because you know i'm a person in my opinion who pretty much mm, has their mind made up in like a week or two like and that just might also be the gemini me might be a little chaotic we all know how that goes but i think like you know if you feel you're not ready to deal with them again and two months has gone by uh you shouldn't feel bad honestly i really think if two months went by the relationship is definitely over but you know i think that if you are a person who really really needs to take time to think about it make sense of things um then wait literally try your hardest to do everything to not think about that person if you can like seriously um easier said than done obviously but you know i think that everyone's different and if like i don't know for example like you know y'all were supposed to like i don't know i really don't know like go to a concert or something obviously you're gonna contact them be like hey yeah we're not going to that or whatever i think it's just like it really just depends on like what you mean by contact what the um what the con is it context or content of the conversation you know like obviously if you're on a break you're not gonna like 
like wait to like hit them up until it's like oh i'm horny or something i don't know but and that's a little difficult for me to answer because i barely have that answer but if i had an answer that's the answer it would be <laughs> that is the answer it would be okay so let me properly continue on with these questions um i only have a couple more to go and then honestly we're gonna wrap it up this is going so well i love it all right so someone asked best way to get over a breakup so i always used to think like you know how everyone always says oh the best way to get over a breakup is to get under someone don't do that (laughs) do not um like you can obviously i am pro ho do what you do but if you are anything like me i am a person who is just not good at casual things um it's just it's not ideal um so the real best way to get over a breakup is to just really honestly really think about it a lot actually like reflect journal talk about it cry about it cry a lot i would cry a lot honestly and that was very crying is very healing to me honestly um did like now that i look back you know i can't believe that in those moments i felt so stupid for crying when now i'm like i am so happy i did that because now i don't want to cry anymore i feel great i feel, crying helps me feel like i moved on journaling it really helped me feel like i moved on um for example like with my ex um not the most recent one but the one i had when i first went to college i y'all are gonna literally be like yo bitch you're crazy but i burned the stuff that he had given me i burned his shit number one (laughs) number two i wrote a letter the letter was three pages long i wrote a whole letter to him because remember he cheated on me i was super angry about it so i needed to let it out wrote a whole letter and burned it like that is what i did i burned it and that just was so what's the word like i guess liberating it just felt so great like do shit like that like really 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 go through the grieving process really go through it really acknowledge it and if like anyone in your life gets annoyed they don't need to be in your life because how i choose to grieve or how i choose to do what i'm doing is how you know what i'm saying like it's what i choose to do and if you're not on board then you're not on board that's it you know so that's how i feel about that personally um like I said, I am pro-ho, but also I just, like, wouldn't really necessarily advise that if you're like me, like I said. So, that's that. <laughs> um, the next question is, how to tell if the boy you like likes you back? So, of course, we always want the answer to that question. And I feel like months ago, I would not have had that answer. But I feel like now, it really just talking to other people about it i really truly believe like you if you know you know um i 
personally would just ask him straight up because I don't have time. I don't have time for the bullshit no more. Um, which is what I should have done. Like, here I am sitting on my high horse acting like that's what I do when that is not what I did. Because, <laughs> like, I always thought, like, the boys that, like, I like never liked me back. And it did feel kind of true earlier this year. And then it just wasn't, like, the boy I liked did in fact like me back so um which i just realized i never went into like life after uh my ex and then my current boyfriend like but that's because who we child that's miss we'll need to talk about that we will save that for another day too <laughs> but yeah really honestly if you know you know um guys they're stupid but they are actually pretty easy because you'll know if a guy likes you and how do I even explain it like you know they'll like try and spend a little more time with you um they don't necessarily have to like buy you things or anything like that but they definitely they definitely move really differently I can tell you that much. Um, they move different. Now, some guys will manipulate you, so you do obviously have to be aware of that. Um, they will move differently, but when you're thinking, wow, he likes me, did it or whatever, and that's not the case. Like, he's just doing that so he can get what he wants from you. So, obviously, you have to be aware of that. But the world is a crazy place. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, next question. Thoughts on forgiveness in relationships. She said, I personally don't believe in forgiveness anymore. So, I think that's, like, one of those things, once again, where it's, like, that depends on you. Um, I, I'm trying to think of situations where I've had to, like, forgive someone. Like, I haven't really ran into that. Um, because, like, when my ex cheated on me, no, I was not forgiving him because he was a notorious cheater and I still dated him knowing he was. So I would say like, obviously it depends on like what you're forgiving them for. But also as a person who's been taken advantage of a lot, yeah, I'm probably just not going to like forgive you because like you're not about to stay here and like do the same shit over and over again like I do refuse so I guess like really my thoughts on that are like no um no I'm not forgiving you let's just move on from that you know like so especially with like all the like you know shadow work that I've done for myself like yeah I can't continue to let people like pull one over on me so yeah I guess my thoughts on forgiveness are like yeah no I don't I agree with you I don't believe in it anymore as well so all right and then the last question I have is what's something you believe a couple should believe in for their relationship to work that's a really really good question so learning like I said learning a lot about being on the other side of 25 um, there are things that you 
want. <laughs> um, this is potentially like the person you're going to be, you know, having a family with. This is potentially the person you're going to marry. This is like the person that you, even if you don't marry them, even if you don't have kids, this is just potentially the person you're going to be spending a lot of your time with. And if you obviously are entered into a relationship, I personally believe that like this is such a broad like thing but like I really think that what you should believe in for a relationship to work is like your like morals and values should really like really line up I personally this is my opinion don't understand how like with different political views again this might be closed-minded of me but I I don't care because I'm here to share my opinion like I personally cannot be with someone who has different political views than I do. Like, it just doesn't work for me. So, like, I know that's probably, like, really hitting the surface. But if you've seen how people act when it comes to politics, you know that's not just the surface. That shit goes real deep. So, um, but, like, your morals and values to, like, how you plan on, like, how you move. How you move. How you move with money, how you move with like in relationships in your lives, like with your family, things like that. Like you should that's like what makes relationships work. Um like for example, like my my boyfriend um is like big on family. And I too am really big on family. Like I've been told that my whole life. Like everyone could tell I'm really big on family so we're both really big on family but I have issues with like one side of my family and he's working through you know um working through like that like because he kind of has like the same issue but not really um he's better at like I don't know how to explain it like he just like he's so much better than me in my opinion like he's like nah like these are the these are my people so things need to be good not in like some type of like manipulative like he's being coerced kind of way just like coming from like a good place like in his mind where he's like you know these are my people and I want to be good with them whereas me I'm like I don't give a damn y'all have treated me (laughs) bad my whole life whatever like but but it works because like you know we know that about each other and it's like it just doesn't matter because what we get to see like in each other what we get to see physically is that we both still just like have like so much love for our families like I don't know like I feel like that's like a good thing to kind of like believe in together for a relationship to work like you just like kind of agree on the same things um but you all you also like realize you are different people you see things differently and he's not necessarily trying to change my mind like oh you know you should really like um it's my dad's side of the family you know he's not like oh you should really like you know do that because like you know you don't know how long you got left on this earth and like he doesn't do that to me he literally is like I understand you that is you I still accept you and I love you you know and that's that's what that is like I think that you should both believe, believe and understand, because I know this isn't in the question, like, understanding, but be, but believing and understanding are two things that really 
um, go almost hand in hand, honestly. You should believe and understand that, like, the person you're with is different and that, like, you should believe them, you know, when they say, like, yeah, I'm not doing this or whatever. And you shouldn't try and, like, change their opinion. And that's what I think, like, would make the relationship work. I don't really even know if that really answered the question, but you get you get what I'm saying. So, so yeah. <laughs> so I've been talking forever, and these were really great questions. This was like really great advice. Um, the last piece of advice I really actually have for you guys is <laughs> it's really funny because I got this book before I got in a relationship so I have not gone back to it but I know it's really good um I just wanted to suggest this book to you guys called single on purpose it's um single on purpose find yourself first it's by John Kim he is the angry therapist (laughs) and it is it says literally on the back disclaimer this is not an anti-relationship book this is a pro-relationship with yourself book. So let me see if I can read this real quick. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not reading that. Alright, anyways, so it says there's more to life than loving someone, but being single can feel like a death sentence. Why does being alone equal being lonely? And why do we stop working on ourselves when we're in a relationship? truth Mm -hmm. after a painful divorce the angry therapist john kim realized he had never truly been on his own he went on a journey to rebuild his relationship with himself going from alone and disconnected to alone and fulfilled kim has gone on gone on to help thousands of clients find their own unique way to break free of expectations and finally live their truth with single on purpose kim takes his signature no bs self-help in a shot glass approach as he shares his own singlehood story and shows readers how to own their shit break their patterns and find a grounded sense of self spending time to cultivate your relationship with yourself shouldn't be something you only do when you hit rock bottom go through a major loss or have a quarter life crisis all of us at some point need to be single on purpose and i agree um i was only single i guess you could say on purpose for like not that long but I think once again it's different for me because I've been through that cycle of thoughting and bopping three times and once I got out of that last relationship I just really knew what I actually wanted and and it was just easy everything was pretty easy so I think you guys should check out that book um you should also honestly honestly just go on amazon and look up like relationship books because that's what i did when i was trying to save my last relationship and then i just was like no there's no point um but literally the internet is your friend (laughs) the internet is your friend i have been talking forever but i'm so happy i feel so fulfilled and i hope that you guys take this advice take these questions with you pass them on i hope you pass on this episode i hope that you guys will tune in next week for more fun and i will talk to you guys later thank you so much for listening bye